0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. It's Watt Harris here with another Panther Rants podcast. It's Wednesday hump day. And, um, well, I'm going to probably release this on Thursday. But I'm just getting out of the way today. So it's over and done with. And then I got to deal with any time later. Not to, not to mention, I'm working from home now, so I don't have to, you know, drive or deal with too much. Anyways, I'm, this ain't going to be a, that big of a podcast. Although, I should make a bigger one, but, uh, well, it depends how it goes. So, let's get to all this. Pitt, obviously, faces Duke this weekend, and... It's 11:20 a.m. kickoff, well from where I'm at. You know, I'm Central Time zone. You guys will have a 12:20 kickoff. And look at both teams. Duke comes in after starting the season off 4 and 0, they've lost three straight to Miami, Virginia, and Florida State. Their first four wins were NC Central, Northwestern, which blows Baylor and UNC. So let's look at these four teams they beat. Northwestern sucks, for one thing. They're just not good this year. Penn State took care of them. Baylor is just bad. And North Carolina is just bad. So they lost to Miami. Miami, they're always going to lose, too, because Miami just has better athletes. That's the same thing with Pitt as well. Pitt beat him once. It was because of Al-, Al Golden was the coach. And they probably would have beat him the second time in a row if Miami didn't fire Al Golden before all that mess happened. But Miami always says always says good athletes doesn't you know they can suck but they always have good athletes and that's always been our problem. But they lost a close game. They lost the last two losses were close by a touchdown. Virginia and Florida State. Florida State. Well, for one thing, Florida State isn't really that good this year. They were then injuries hit after the Bama game and that was just not that. Virginia seems to be on a resurgence. So that's one thing to monitor closely with them. But pretty much... Duke's offense pretty much... They supposedly had a well-oiled rushing machine, but they've ran to better competition, and they can't run the ball as well. But of course they got to face Pitt. And that's a different story. Pitt obviously isn't that well-oiled on defense. Well, they're not bad. It's just... When your offense can't do uh, dick, you're going to have a bad time. And, of course, you know, one thing you could say what's hurt Pitt through this whole stretch is they haven't had a bye week. I mean, Duke has neither, but... So, I mean, it's a kind of a lame excuse to use, but... For Pitt, they kind of need a bye week, given what they're dealing with. You could say Rice was a bye week because Rice sucks, and they and you know they they worked things out. It seemed they worked out the kinks in that Rice game, especially on offense. Then Max Bronga hurt the next week against Syracuse, and then we were back to square one all over again. And that's where we are now. But a lot of uncertainty with Pitt on offense now. Well, the you know there's no really r- a running game to begin with. Nobody's really stepped up on that end. And, of course, uh, the quarterback. Bet the she did have a bad line last week, but he got pulled with the team being down seven points and that, you know, late light, in the game. And that creates problems there when your coach does that. So, I really don't know what to say how this game's going to go. On paper you could say this could be an evenly matched game because Duke can't really protect their quarterback either. But at the same end, Pitt really can't do anything because they can't run the ball. At least Duke can run the football. Pitt can't. So it's whatever Duke is dealing with QB protection-wise, multiply it by 10 with the Pitt offense. But um, you know, Duke obviously likes to spread the field as well. Which is an obvious pain in the ass for Pitt. Then again, there's a lot of stuff that's an obvious pain in the ass for Pitt when it comes to, when it comes to playing defense. But um, I'll keep it short and sweet because I'm not going to dwell dwell on this too much because there's not much there really to talk about in this game. You know, after after uh, Duke Pitt Virginia home home event against Virginia and. You know, if Pitt really wants to exercise their demons, this would be the game to do it. Rice, I thought they exercised it, but of course we we lose our starting quarterback back to square one, and plus we couldn't run the ball either. That was one glaring thing about the Rice game is we couldn't still run the football, and we just haven't been able to resolve that, and until we do, it's going to be more of the same you know, on, on offense. So... Pitt could use this to exercise his demons a little bit. I wouldn't bet on it. Given Pitt's recent luck against Duke and you know, in the last few years that has not you know, I wouldn't bet bet on it. To me, we won last year but barely. So, who knows what happens this year? I look for. Uh, I love this. I love to see a Pitt victory, but I think Duke wins this one by a touchdown, maybe ten points. Then again, I, I you know, yeah, you know, I would love to be an optimist and say they're going to win this game, but I'm really not optimistic about it. I think they lose this one, and that's that. So, looking at the weekend of college football in the ACC, obviously your big match. You have some big matchups here, I guess. Well, nothing too critical. I mean, Syracuse, obviously a big matchup there for both teams. You know, Miami's ranked number 8. Syracuse comes off a big win against Clemson. They got to go at Miami. So that's actually going to be a really good game to watch cuz Syracuse obviously is on a roll right now. I know they I know they, you know, they beat Clemson without their starting quarterback, but they took advantage of it and they won it. So I mean, that gives you all the confidence in the world. So they got to go to Miami with that one. North Carolina at Virginia Tech. Tech should win that one easily. North Carolina is just down year. Georgia Tech and Wake Forest actually should be a really good game. Wake's been playing really good this year. They're still obviously rebuilding. You know, programs like Wake, they're not gonna. It's not gonna happen overnight with them. But once they get rolling, they're gonna get rolling. They're gonna be competitive again. But Tech, you know, they lost another heartbreaker, and you know. If you know if they could if they could finish they would be undefeated. They probably be in the top twenty five. I mean, Tech is probably better than what the record is. Well, actually, well not probably they are better. But um, Paul Johnson, a lot of people have been talking about him to Nebraska, and it would kind of make sense because Nebraska's identity has always been the option attack, and he would bring that back to Nebraska. But he but one thing he's going to need is he, is he will need to be able to recruit athletes. To do it, so he's going to have to probably bring in some guys who can recruit. Because I mean, Nebraska—I mean, they still live in the Tom Osborne years, and they haven't been good in a long time. I mean, they had some—they uh, had a brief resurgence under Bo Pellini, but they won some—they won a bunch of games under Pellini, but they could not get over the hump. You know when they you know they couldn't get past Texas when they left the when they left the Big Twelve they went to the Big Ten and they just couldn't uh, go upwards. They I mean they won games it just you know of course Bo's mouth gone fired and Nebraska replaces them with Mike Mike Riley which makes it absolute which made no sense whatsoever to that hire at all. I don't get it. But they're gonna have to, you know, score big here. I mean, you know, Steve Peterson came in there. and He fired Frank Solich after a ten three record. Brings in Bill Callahan to overhaul the offense. Then Tom Osborne comes in, gets rid of Callahan, fires Peterson because obviously that, you know, it that marriage wasn't working anymore. And you know, I, t- I remember I remember talking this some Nebraska alums, you know, I, you know, through work and. They loved. They actually liked Steve Pierce as a person. They thought he was a nice guy, a great guy. It just he wasn't cut out for the Nebraska job. He was in a, whatever he wanted to do. He was in over his head. They felt he was better suited for other things. So in the rest of, and of course, the rest of the slate. You got Virginia and Boston College, and Virginia, I think, will probably take that game as well. Louisville and Florida State should be an intriguing matchup. You know, Florida State will give them will give Louisville they can handle, but Louisville should come off that one on top as well. You know, other intriguing matchups, you got Oklahoma State at Texas. Oklahoma State in the top ten. Texas has been playing really good under Tom Herman, and you know, people cracked a lot of jokes about him early in the year after they lost to Maryland. But he's got them playing better and not sure if they exercise the demons here against Oklahoma State I think I think they'll give them a game but Oklahoma State will probably pull that one off um, Alabama Tennessee that game was gonna be a blowout I'm not sure what happened with to Tennessee and Butch Jones but it's just I never really expected Tennessee to get over the top with Butch Jones at all but I expect them to sink as bad as they've done this season. And of course, two other intriguing matchups. We got 19th ring Michigan at Penn State. College game day will be at Penn State, so that should be a big thing for them. A lot of people are obviously picking Michigan to win because Penn State hasn't really played anybody all year, they played Iowa. Iowa's always a tough game for them. I mean, they're no juggernaut, but Planet at, at um, Iowa has always been a pain for Penn State. Playing at Iowa in general is a pain for Penn State, if you look at the history. But they pulled that game off. Michigan, I think, will give them a game for a bit, but Michigan does not have the offensive firepower that Penn State has. And so I think Penn State wins that one. They pull away probably by 14 points, maybe more than that. I think at least 14 points that they win by. USC and Notre Dame—that's an intriguing matchup. Notre Dame's actually been playing a lot better. They've been kind of under the radar, and I think a lot of people just haven't taken Notre Dame serious this year because there's really been no reason to take them serious. You know, they win a bunch of games, and then when the competition gets better, they—they fold. And plus, last year they had a losing record, so nobody's really been taking them too seriously. But they're 13th ranked. They're playing USC. That's going to be a good game. And USC, they've been kind of, a lot of times, been winning a lot of close games when they should be blowing out opponents. But maybe Sam Donner probably stays on the year because he, you know I don't think he's totally ready to take, that, you know, take the next step. He's got all the tools. It's just he just does, doesn't have it. And I think, like I said in previous podcasts, that Penn State game put his stock all the way up, but he just has not been able to handle it. And really, that just closes out. The, I mean, the rest of the uh, slate. I mean, there's. I mean, of course, there's LSU and Ole Miss, and LSU should be able to win that game on paper. Ole Miss has been the tank since all that all the garbage that happened before the season. But anyways, that's all I got for this podcast. Um, like I said, not much. I wasn't going to talk much on Pit Duke today. There's really not much to talk about. You know... You know, as far as the rest of the season goes... They got... After this game, they got Virginia. I mean, the only thing you can hope for Pitt is... One, they somehow get the offense going somehow, some way. Or they catch these teams getting a little... You know, overlooking them and just not getting up for those games. But... There was, you know, there's, there's still some, uh, I guess you can say, hope. To pick and get a bowl game, went out and go seven and five or six and six. I get that, but the, it's, it's not happening. I mean, I, I would love to be wrong, but it's just not happening with this team. Whatever it is, I don't care if they make a bowl game. Just whatever, you got, whatever you got to do, make this right, and then you know, pack up for next season. And, you know, I'm not sure how the fan is going to be, but obviously the fans will probably pack it up as well. And, uh, well, there's some, you know, decent slate of college games this week. So enjoy Hell a Pit
1: next time. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement.